Anyone leaving at him to rescue people, can return to their place. We ask Does that mean even more than 2,000 Amas? No more than 2,000. Of course, you're limited to 2,000. What the Saif is saying is that you can return while carrying your weapons. We ask Makishi, what was Shvir in the first place? We could so simply answer the question. That Aisha, which limits you to 2,000, is something similar to Aydis Achodesh or a midwife. The cipher is when you're rescuing from a foreign army, there we don't restrict you to 2,000. The Muda says you're right, but Eloi Kashehu Kashehu. The reason why Adavihida was forced to interpret the Mishnah as he did and limit you to 2,000 is based on a different Mishnah. Originally, the Aydis Achodesh, who left their Trim to give witness, could not leave the Chutz in which they stood all day long, as someone who is Chitz Trim only gets Daladamas. His not only for Aides, a midwife, but if you rescue people from an army, a collapsed building, or a fire, and we ask one of the things you listed was saving from an army. Are you saying no more than 2,000? Which is Mashma, even more than 2,000. So we have a contradiction from the Mishnah in Rosh to the Mishnah in Eidavin, which allows unlimited. And on this, Omar Bidam Rav, Shechoyz Remechlezan, Nimkoyman. Our Mishnah also limits you to 2,000. The Chiddush here is that you can travel while carrying your weapons. When returning Shabbos from a rescue mission, they would leave their weapons in the first house near the city wall. And the Eden entered to take their weapons. And in the panic, the Eden killed one another. That you can return to your place with your weapons, but as we explained, a limit of 2,000 amas. But now gives another teret, the Yidin won the war. Therefore, you're limited to 2,000 Amas. Here, in Amasechta, the Goim were victorious. Therefore, we cannot restrict you to 2,000 Amas, and you can return no matter how far you are. If they sieged a Yiddish city on Shabbos, the Yidin may not go out with weapons, as we'll explain when the Goim came for their money. It's a matter of life and death, of course. But if the attack was on a city close to the border, straw, which is not worth much money, because it's very dangerous to allow a border city to fall to the enemy. And we explain what he means. What does he refer to with Bovel? The city of Neretua. Because Neretua is between the Yiddish settlements and the Gosha, that is a city that can be protected, Shabbos, even just for a matter of money. Was near the border. and the They came for straw. They were not harming anyone. This story took place on Shabbos. What was his question? If it's meant on Shabbos to fight the Plishtim, he should have asked Shmuel and not the Edomitimim. Eloi's question was, if he would succeed. That his question was, if he would succeed. But from here we see that even though they came for money, because it was a border town, he was able to fight them on Shabbos as well.
The Mishnah Misha Yushima Derech, he sat to rest while on a journey without realizing he's within the trim of a nearby city. Vomad, when he got up, Shabbos had already begun. Vru, and he noticed the Harai Sumichlawid. Nevertheless, Rov Lahoisa Kavanusa Lekach, when Shabbos began, he did not intend to be Kunish Visa in the city. Loi Kunas, he cannot enter as one of them. Instead, you measure 2,000 lamas from where he was, and wherever that ends, even if it's in the middle of the city, that's how far he can go. Divrit Amai, Rabid Omid, Yikunas, he can enter, and he gets the Tchim like everyone else in the city. As proof, even though before Shabbos he didn't know, he still adopted the Tchem just like I'm saying. Shabbos began when he was still on the road. So he spent the night with the Shachris. Shabbos morning, shepherds met him. Within your 2,000 hours, he couldn't, you can go in. This demonstrates that Abtafim held that you get the Tchem of a nearby city even if you were unaware when Shabbos began. They said to Rabbi, Firstly, maybe Abtafim did know before Shabbos that he was within the Tchem of Eid. Or perhaps, maybe this Basmandish was within 2,000 Amas from Abtafim's location on the road. And that is how he was able to get there. And not at all like you're saying that he took on the Tchem of Eid. The Mishnah, Misha Yushimaderech, he was asleep while traveling. He slept through Banash Mushes. He is still Koina Etchem. Because he had no Kavuna, he's limited to his four Amas. These four Amas are measured with him in the middle, allowing two Amas in each direction. You can choose where your four Amas should be. Once you chose four Amas in one direction, you cannot retract and choose a different one. Hoishnam, two people, each restricted to a four Amma area, but they were standing only six Amas apart. So Mektas Amos of Shazer, but Toich Amos of Shazer. The middle two Amas belong to both. Navim Voichlem Bem, so they can bring food and eat it in the middle. You cannot carry it out any further because your belongings have the same Tchem as you. They cannot be moved beyond your four Amas. A similar case, Hoish three people, each limited to a four Amma area. They were standing eight Amas apart. Vuam Tui Mifla there was a person in the center who took two amas from each person. He he can share food with them because there is an overlapping area. However, because there's no shared area in which they both met. Three chatzaris open to one another. If the two outer chatzaris each joined separately, with the middle chutzer, the middle chutzer can carry to the outer chatzaris. However, because there was no idea of joining the two outer ones together, they may not carry from one to the other. The Gemurah, in the Rashi, Rabbi Yochanan says, a sleeping person, even though he has no kavuna, is koina his own 2,000 amatchem. We want to figure out what Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is on a kli hefker. Would that also be koina its own tchem? Boyer of a mic, so Rabbi Yochanan does he hold hefter hefker a koinen shvisa? and cannot be moved beyond their trim. And in fact, the same achloikas would apply to a kli hefket as well. The reason in the Mishnah they discussed the case of a sleeping person was only to teach you that even a sleeping person does not get his trim. Even though there is a sfuda to say, because when he's awake, he does get a trim, while asleep, he also should. The Mishnah tells us not to make a difference, and the Chachomam will always say, both by Hefgar and a sleeping person, that you do not get your own trim. 
Oder perhaps so what you need about all in general have to have get a the only reason that Yochanan Nidi holds that a sleeping person gets his trim is holy veneer corner because when awake he gets one Yushanama corner and according to this Tzad Rabbi Yochanan would agree that a Kli Hefka does not get its own trim Umar Rabbi Yosef Tushima Geshumam Shiyarti Me'ir Yomtev It rains before Yomtev Banash Mushes the rain was still hefker. Yes, it gets a fixed trim of 2,000 amas in each direction. If the rain fell on Yomtev, it wasn't here. It's treated like anyone who uses the rain. Whatever your trim is, that's the trim the rain will have. It's clear from the first psak that when it rained out of Yomtev and it was hefker, it does get a trim of 2,000 amas. Who is the Tana who says that rain? Gets its own trim, Rabbi Yochanan. Amr, that even Rabbi Yochanan holds that Hefta have got ein coin and Shvisa. Humana, who is the Tana who gives the rain a trim? Lord Rabbi Yochanan, Lord Abunan. Therefore, Rabbi Yosef concludes that Rabbi Yochanan must hold that a Kli Hefka does get its own trim. Yusuf Abba, the Kumala Lushmata of Rabbi Yosef, Omar Safa Labai, the Dilma Bekshuman, Hasmicham, the Eraskinon. How do you know this Braisa is referring to? Hefka rain. Maybe it's rain that fell near a city. They're relying on this water. Therefore, it gets the trim of the city's residents. You have no proof that a Hefka object would get a trim. Don't think to explain the Braisa that it's to do with the people of the city. Clearly, the reason is because Hefka Hefka is Koinim Shvisa. We learned in a Mishnah, as we'll soon see, there is a Stira which can only be explained with Shittas Rabbi Yochanan Manidi that Hefza Hefkar is indeed Koinashvisa. We learnt three alochas, Barsha Yochit, a well that belongs to a private person, Karakla Yochit. All the water drawn has the same trim as the owner. The second alocha, Shaloi Sawid, the well that belongs to a city, Karakla Oisawid has the same trim as the city. Third alocha, which is relevant to us, Shaloi Bovel, which is considered to be Hefkar, Karakla Hamamala. It doesn't have its own trim. Whoever uses the water, the trim is the same as you. Itania, we learnt in a contradicting Braise, Barashel Shvutim, which is the same as Oile Bovel. Yes, Ramapayam Amalechoriech, they are Koineshvisa, Kashanadudi. Because in the first case, we see that it's Karaglamamala because Hefza Hefgar does not get its own Tchem. And in the Braise, we see Barashel Shvutim, it does get its own Tchem. Who says that it is Koineshvisa? While Hurabunan, the first one is the Rabunan who say that it's not Koineshvisa. That is a clear eye that Rabbi Yochanan holds that Hefza Hefgar is Koineshvisa. That was my reply. Why did you need to bring more cases? Go back to the original Braise and the case of the rain, and you could show him from there alone that it's to do with Hefzehefgar. That the Braise refers to rain which fell near a city. Why would we use those words that the rain gets 2,000 amas? We should have simply said that the rain is like the people in the city. And because we said clearly it's talking about half the rain and it's and gets 2,000 amas in each direction of it.